1: I have never been described as
0: that way before. Really? I love it. It's not the go-to definition for the wife. Mm, She's not like wow. your sultry but smooth. <laughs> oh, this show took a turn. <laughs>
1: has taken a turn. Hey, this episode brought to you by Jewel Financial. You're even We're the sultry and smooth. No. Jewel Financial, sultry and smooth. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Our analytical and... Executable. You might be I'm sultry and smooth, you are.
1: I don't you're. change just when I get off DIY money and put my Jewel Financial hat on. I'm sultry and smooth all the time, baby. That is true. Hey, check us out on the web jewelfinancial.com. We got a lot of good content out there if that's uh if you're interested in digging deeper into the finance world for those of you that are interested. I did a quick little breakdown of uh markets recently people seem to you know, really be in this whole argument. Are we going into a recession? Are we not going into a recession? What's going to happen? Ah! ah Seems to be crazy to me. But the reality is what I see, at least, is a structural change happening in the markets. Uh, for the last 10 years, there's been a very small group of stocks that have dominated the S&P 500. That is what's called a market cap weighted index. And now those companies are falling out of favor, and new companies are replacing those companies, except those new companies are super small when it comes to the size of their weighting in the S&P, so it's going to take time. It's going to take time. True. Anyways, so you can check that out on jewelfinancial.com and hit us up if you have an, any interest in going further with your financial review life, etc. Sultry smooth. What else is going on in your world, Daniel. Hey, I laid an egg in a half marathon this past weekend. What? Uh, what happened? I, 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 I haven't well, talked to you since you've done it. Well, it's because it was Sunday. I don't know. We've been moving speed. So lightspeed. there's a couple things mentally already going against me before that race. First of all, it was an afternoon race in Vegas, which is 4.30, 7.30 where we are. I am a horrible afternoon runner. I run on an empty stomach. Someone asked me this morning on our run, well, what do you usually eat before you run? I said, nothing. I have like a coffee. Yeah. And that's it. And then a longer run, when I'm out there doing, you know, 15, 20 miles, I might have some nutrition along the way. But that's just usually for a spike, you know, some kind of sugar and whatever. So I've always struggled with the eating and the, you know, sort of just being awake and metabolizing. And so I knew that was going to be a, a challenge. Which I did okay for about six miles. I was running a pretty good clip, and then all of a sudden it hit me, and I was just—I feel like I want to stop and eat a box of Krispy Kremes. Like, I mean, I totally bonk. Mm. And I had a goo, which is, you know, high sugar, high caffeine, and I popped that immediately. I did that early, uh, and it kind of helped. I just wanted to move from the Krispy Kreme to the cheeseburger. Like, it, it's amazing. I mean, it, so you um, – you. Str- I struggled and uh, got through it, but it was – yeah. We'll not put this one in the win column. It was very humbling because a couple months ago PR'd after however many years – well, ever. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's definition of a PR. PR. Yeah. You kids with your dieting and your health in my day – we dropped dead of a massive coronary in our mid 50s and we liked it. So, anyways, what's going on in your biking world? Is season starting? Season is
0: starting, yeah. So, do you uh, have a
1: seasonal kickoff?
0: So, seasonal kickoff. So, the first three months of the year is strength training. It's really basic work. You set a really good foundation. Uh, actually, get back in the weight room, which is not a cyclist's favorite place, honestly. But you got to build strength and all like the tendons and connective tissue and all that boring stuff. And then uh, we meet up, uh, the guys that I race with uh, online, we meet up at the end of March and do uh, kind of a training camp for a couple days. So we'll be cycling in the hills, mountains, whatever they're called, uh, in North Georgia around the Appalachian Trail. And uh, that kind of officially kicks off training season.
1: So you're going back to the same place? Back to the same place
0: as last time. Yeah. Next year, we're looking at a different place. Yeah. So me and one of the guys are the cooks that. uh, um, Doing KP. KP? Kitchen, oh, yes. Kitchen mm-hmm. Patrol. Yeah, so we do that. Uh, I'm kind of like the administrative spreadsheet organizer of the whole thing. No, it doesn't Keep everybody me. on on point. I'd like to meet the guys who are sultry and smooth in that group. Oh, we have a few of them. <laughs> It's good. It's good. It's excellent group. Yeah, so we'll spend a couple of days uh, on some long bike rides out there, and then that kind of goes into the next phase of the season where we focus mostly on cycling. it's great. Getting ready for races in the fall. Awesome. All right. Well, good luck
1: with that. We look forward to hearing more about that in your journey. Thanks. Are you going to summit something this year? I don't know. We'll see. Wasn't that the goal?
0: Yeah, that's the goal. I'm talking to my coach. Uh, If the team needs me for the fall races, then that's kind of two different ways of training. And I kind of, he's basically like, you got to pick a goal. Mm. So pick one of them because we can train you in one way or the other, but you can't like simultaneously train to be fast or to go long. I mean, it's it's like we do with financial planning, right? Like you got to pick what's important to you. That's a good transition. On that note, let's get to today's question.
1: From Brandon, what do you got?
0: D-I-Y!
1: Greetings from Kodiak, Alaska, DIY dudes. My name is Brandon, and I have parents that are mid-50s and have no retirement savings. They have a car loan, and their mortgage is fairly recent. I have been fairly bold in my statements to them over the last decade on how seriously they need to take their finances, but they seem to feel hopeless about retirement, citing it's too late, etc., I want them to be able to enjoy the grandkids and look forward to at least not having to work until the day they die. My mom is a teacher and my dad is a truck driver. Do you guys have any suggestions for people in their 50s to be able to achieve at least some form of retirement? Thank you, and I appreciate the show. Alaska! Okay, Brandon, uh, this is real simple. Real simple. Uh, We have a lot of words of wisdom for people in their 50s to achieve their retirement goals. Unfortunately they're not the ones asking. The disconnect here is this is something you're passionate about. You have a desire for them to enjoy the grandkids, to retire and not work the rest of their lives, and they don't. Now, they may tell you they do, but they don't. Or they would take dramatic steps and action in order to change the trajectory they're on. I have seen this countless times, not just with finance. I've seen this with Fitness and health, uh, whether it's parents or friends, uh, so on and so forth. And you can't want it for them. They've got to want it themselves. It's unfortunate because you know the end of this story. You know how it will transpire. And more than likely, you may have to help them at some point in time. That's a real kick in the you know where. Uh, can you say that on a podcast? Yeah, because all I did you is you know where. Yeah, in your butt. My dairy, yeah, my dairy, yeah. Kick in the butt, there right? There you go. There you go. Uh, so that's a, that's a real painful process, but you know, when that day comes, you'll you'll have to cross that bridge, but uh, it's hard. Uh, the, the only thing you could do is, is maybe encourage them, sort of talk to them about choices that they're making. But at the end of the day, you just kind of become like that annoying guy who looks at somebody that tells you they're trying to work on their weight. And then they stuff, stuff three pieces of pizza in their face and you go, how's that weight thing coming? I mean, it just becomes annoying and they don't invite you anymore for pizza. So you got to love them through it. You know, you got to love them through it. And you've realized that your financial acumen, even though they're older, you are more wise with your finances. At least it sounds like than they are. And so we have this idea, whether it's finances or life in general, that our parents, because they're older should have this knowledge and this wisdom that we do not necessarily have and newsflash that's not the case so i i hurt for you because again i've seen this i've watched this um i fortunately have a mother who is very financially responsible and and is a big saver so i, I don't have to necessarily worry about this uh, but you know i've heard of this and again only thing you can do is encourage try not to be sort of That annoying guy who just drives them further and further away. And if they wake up one day and they go, "I yeah, we really want to do this, then you can direct them to resources. You can direct them to opportunities uh, to improve uh, their life and go from there. And that's the only thing you can do. Good luck, my friend. It's a difficult task. What say you, Daniel? Boy, you covered
0: most of it there. Yeah, that was you didn't really leave me a softball.
1: Nothing, did you? You're in a tough spot when I do that because you you have to find like okay because we cover a lot of the same stuff. So I'm yeah. curious what you'll say
0: here. All right, let's go with this approach then. Um, Kick them to the curb. Yeah, just disown them. <laughs> uh, they're in presumably they're in Alaska. You're in Alaska, so just come on down to the mainland. Is that what it's called the mainland? <laughs> I don't know. The what is it? Continental the the states the collective states. You're up all there on your now. Don't uh, don't disown them. I would say try to figure out uh, instead of starting the discussion on what they should do. Try to start the discussion on what they desire, or what they want life to look like in the future. Um, so talk through, see if they have any goals. See if they have anything interesting. Uh, in their minds of, of what they really desire, and try to get down to maybe the heart of that. Like, okay, you know, do you ever want to retire or do not? And they'll they'll probably come back with, well, we could never do that. And then really try to get into the desires of what they want, and then what's stopping them from really chasing after what they want? Because sometimes I, there's roadblocks along the way. It might be emotional, it might be psychological, but usually, if if somebody wants to do something and they're not doing it there's some big hurdle between where they are and where they want to go and it's really about overcoming that to get the momentum going in the right direction so i guess i would just have some good life conversations with them not about the money but about just life like what are they into what what really makes them tick and and what do they want the future to look like for them and for you and just overall for the family and uh, just start navigating down that pathway and see see where it leads and and don't jump into providing solutions right away just kind of take them on a journey let them explore.
1: Yeah, it's hard because as you have children if you don't already, you don't want to be corrected by your kids ever. Like it's just not a thing. I can now see that. I don't let my kids correct me period right now, but I mean at some point I mean, my my children are going to be much wiser in certain things in other areas than I am technology, you know, you name it and I'm going to have to humble myself and listen to them and their guidance. And in those areas, uh, it's still going to be hard and it's an area of money or finances or health or anything like that is, is difficult from a parent to a child. So there also has to be this air of humility. It might not be you who breaks through that. It might be somebody else uh, I I often mention him because he's, a lot of taglines and things that we say on the show come from one of my very very best friends, uh, JP. And he he said something long long ago in in a in a uh, event that I watched him and it was just amazing. He said, "Your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying." I'll say that again. He says, "Your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying." The best thing you can do is show them your actions and what you're doing and how you're directing your family finances. And maybe that will uh, really uh, take root in their lives. So good luck with that, my friend, or anybody out there that's struggling with uh, the same predicament. It's difficult. All right. All Brandon did from Alaska is got on his smartphone, sent us an audio file. Some people still type out questions. I don't understand that. We don't have people reading them. Like, I think they think we have some voiceovers, which kind of would be cool. Anyways, that's uh, interesting Our listeners thought. have good voices, so we just roll with it. We should just have, like, the British, like, people who write it, we won't send them a $25 gift card, but we'll have, like, some guy come on and be like, I have a question for you. Without, I don't know what that was. Well, that wasn't
0: British I like that Iowa, but they have a British accent yeah
1: it would be kind of cool but anyways uh, send us an audio file at podcast at DIYmoney that's podcast at DIYmoney we're doing three episodes a week unless you noticed unless you didn't notice uh, so we'll keep that content rolling by popular demand we're doing that Uh, And so send us those questions. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All right, friends. The secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.